0: It's June 12th already.
1: Are you properly radicalized? Yes. Are you radicalized by everything that's going on? I feel like a radical crazy extremist right now, you know? Sometimes I just feel like, wow, I really feel the way I feel about things. things
0: Is it extreme? You know? That's the thing. It's it's so (laughs) radical.
1: It's so extreme that we just want fucking equality. (laughs) Yeah, right? Right? Uh, I guess if that's extreme, then totally extreme, dude! I'm real extreme!
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Are you exhausted a little bit, too?
0: I mean... A little bit, but not as much as people who actually deal with racism and are going head-on with, like, these, like, white people in power and are getting, like, in arguments about their mm-hmm. own experiences. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be so exhausting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm not exhausted in that state, but in my own selfish sort of bubble a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely
0: feeling it. How about you?
1: I'm invigorated. Yeah? Yeah, there a you little go. bit. I, uh, you know, it's like I really... I generally stay away from any kind of online argument i just think it's so pointless and mm. you know all of that right but uh no i've been engaging i've been wa- i've been waiting in a little bit you know choosing my battles but uh trying to make sure that some people kind of have to take a second thought you can't sorry you can't on my feet anymore just post a dumb all lives matter yeah sorry nope. can't do it i'm gonna and i've been doing it really calmly and, uh, politely yeah. but I've been explaining uh, hey here's why you're mistaken here I don't even say that that even to me is like I don't even say that to them because no, like, that
0: will actually, fire up an ego battle exactly you
1: know? and uh, I was having a fight with two people last night and at the end of it one of them said like uh, thank you for this and wow what a great comment and do you know what I mean like, yeah wow that's and great and we, we left we parted as uh, hopefully as I don't know I'm not going to be friends with this person mm. but you know yeah hopefully they just take it 10-second tidy of their brain, you know? And that's what we've all been called upon to do is just speak up a little bit more and let people know. You don't have to be a dick about it, Mm -hmm. but just uh, what's going on?
0: Yeah, if someone calls you out, I, it's i really like being called out because it's a oh, big really? learning experience for me you know if someone doesn't uh, agree with what i'm saying because i am wrong and i don't have my facts right, right then you know it is it's something that i hold on to for the rest of my life right it's a moment that i'm like oh that was actually a learning experience for me and i think it's best for people just in general whatever it may be about to if you get called out just actually think about what this other person is coming from because you could <laughs> learn something from that person and yeah. chances are you haven't done your research and you don't you're not informed on that subject that's right if they're coming back with facts mm-hmm. you know take a step back and and learn from them
1: exactly as as i say as as radical as i feel as extremist as i feel i'm not extreme in the way that like i want people canceled and i don't mm-hmm. want people who are making mistakes or who haven't got all the way to learning what's right you know i don't want them um to feel for them even to feel marginalized or pushed out of society yeah. no i just want to like take my hand and come and join us. Mm-hmm. We're trying to build a utopia, actually, is what we're doing. So come along. You can come too, but you gotta leave nonsense behind. You gotta yeah. leave ugliness, hatred, ignorance behind
0: and come with us. It's actually gonna be a lot more peaceful for your brain if you're constantly not in a hateful state. Right? You know? And yeah, it's it's amazing because everyone is putting in the work uh-huh. uh for other people who are not putting in the work. Isn't that right. funny? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, hey, these people are putting in the work for you. They're giving you all the information in a beautiful platter. It, you just take it. It's gonna be easy for you because mm-hmm. they're giving you, they're doing the the legwork for you in yes. this situation.
1: And uh what I f- feel really great about the movement that's going on right now is that it is not trying it is really not trying to you know take away from others to build up. No. This is what, right? This is where yeah. people get so jealous. We want to take away this and give it to other people like no, we actually we're trying to build something that's better for everybody and that's mm-hmm. a really beautiful thing now i want to tell you a quick story of um still you know yeah i feel extreme i feel radical dude mm-hmm. but i also am trying to tread lightly you know what i mean there's a lot of different people who listen on the radio or tweets or whatever and so can you just quadruple check because we are recording this in our studio that yeah. you know if it's not programmed correctly it goes out to the air so Oh, i've
0: been checking every percent. every 30 seconds just in I'm case. Not going yeah. In okay
1: yeah great. so i'll tell you the story <laughs> of something that i didn't say i feel this is a safe space and i yeah. want and again I didn't do this, but I thought of it, and I think it's funny. And that's but why we love the podcast.
0: This. It's like, oh, this is like a safer space for us.
1: Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's okay. right. Okay. I just thought this was a funny joke. doesn't reflect anything. Um, <laughs> I saw a local police force tweet out, um, Officer Diesel is retiring, and taking his place is Officer Obi. Enjoy your retirement, Diesel. Police dog. It's a dog! It's a doggy, okay? And okay. I thought, like, interesting timing as all this is happening, all this conversation. Here's a puppy. <laughs> even, even in our own community. And it was like, here's an, an old dog who's a good boy, and here's a puppy dog. And I saw that, and I wanted to retweet it and say, all cops are dot, 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 oh, oh, a police dog, right? a good boy a really good boy right I thought that was really funny but I was like that's gonna make the people who want to defund the police yeah. mad because I'm just like you know being too nice to police dogs yeah, yeah. it's gonna make but that's funny <laughs> like, are the police dogs part inherently tacitly <laughs> complying with a racist system I don't yeah, think so have,
0: what have you been training uh, the dogs <laughs> Do they know color of skin?
1: And then that's going to make, you know, people who who love the police mad because, oh, God, I was like, this is a tweet that will never win and might get me fired. So I didn't do it. All right. I thought it it was funny. I love doggies. That's the point. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's good. So I just want to cover all my bases. Uh,
0: But have you been noticing that your conversations just with, like, you know, friends and family have been, like, really important lately? I've I've noticed I've had some really good, like, constructive conversations with people. And uh, it's been, yeah, really invigorating, like you're saying. It makes you feel good after, Uh you know, having a disagreement and coming to a conclusion at the end of it and, like, feeling better and stronger and more informed at the end of those sort of hard conversations yeah. and uncomfortable ones. I've been loving it.
1: Good. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. And and like I said, I don't think we need to do anything that's going to, uh, you know, shut people out of our lives no. or alienate friends and all that. I think I maybe alienated a friend this morning a little bit, but that's okay. I'm, I told him I love him, and I hope that we are friends again one day. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... Um, that's all you can try and do, right? I know some people feel more extreme than me. They're like, nope. If you feel such a way, get out of my life and don't mm-hmm. talk to me again until you don't. And it's like, mm. it's like
0: they actually kind of need to hear from you.
1: Yeah. You know, they yeah. you
0: could use this as an opportunity and use your relationship as a way that you can, you know, have those really hard discussions and hear where they're coming from and why they feel that way. And mm-hmm. maybe they haven't asked themselves why they feel that way either, you know?
1: Yeah. But again, also, you know, if they're really weighing down on your mental health yeah. at the moment. Get rid, yeah. Get rid. That's fine too. Just block. Get rid for the a time being. That's all right.
0: Totally. Um. So, uh, this week in the zone. It was kind of a half week for us, so I'm not sure how long this podcast is going to be, but yeah. the next couple weeks, we are separated again. Yeah. Someone oh, who was, oh yeah, Dylan was like, Jenny, you're just like a glorified swing announcer now. Oh no! And I was like, oh, that's
1: true. That I'm, is not true! Well,
0: he was like, I feel bad about it, because you're just like, you fill in for everyone. And, and I was like, I honestly like it. It's kind of nice once in a while. Mm. You know, because I get complacent in the same position, so it's nice mm. to mix it up. But the downside is that I miss you and I like having our conversations.
1: Thanks, bud. Same. And no, I I don't a swing announcer, if you don't know, is kind of uh, the lowest rung on because you, yeah, but but like, no, I feel it's the opposite. You are our pinch hitter. Is that right?
0: Uh, You have pinch runner. Maybe? it's like when someone is injured or they don't want to run or they're not that fast and you get someone else to run from the base from first base or wherever
1: you know what it was a mistake for me to try Let's a sports a analogy yeah. let me see if there's a Star Wars thing I can think <laughs> <figure>. of. <laughs> no but like no you're the one who is versatile enough to be able to be called upon to do any oh. number of jobs around the radio station that's an important thing too many people get you know Complacent, exactly in the one thing that they do, and they're like, "I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to learn anything else." Oh yeah, you—it's a strength. So no, this a swing jog. No no no. You are. Um, oh, thank the, you. Like well, very valued- I see it as
0: a positive thing too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I like it. So. It just um, that's just like my my position. So there's a lot of times that we mm-hmm. we are away from each other is the only thing.
1: But I'm gonna try my best to. Um, Combine Because, you know, it's like often we talk about similar things. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to sound different the next couple of weeks, likely, the pod. Yeah. But I'll do my best to make sure that we are uh, sounding like we're together, even though we're not. Hushed.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because we'll be talking about things separately. Um, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of editing, but it'll be fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this podcast. I uh, hope you have a good week. Tell your friends. Yeah.
1: Spread the word, baby! Yeah!
0: PJ parties! You're invited! Okay, bye! Yesterday was the Peace Rally for Black Lives at Centennial Square. And uh, I went to it. Paul, you went to it as I well? I went to it. Um it's hard. It. Yeah, it's hard to like, point people out in the crowd because everyone was wearing a mask, which was awesome. <laughs> yes. I had a mask, sunglasses, and a toque because Victoria weather. You've yeah. got to prepare for it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, didn't
1: really run into anyone. <laughs> and you know, I went by myself because mm-hmm. my other friends who were going to go with went at different times than me. And I was yeah. like, it's fine. I'll run into you guys there, I'll run into Jenny. I know a lot of people are gonna be there. No. too packed, <laughs> yeah. too masked up. This is the first time I'm wearing my sunglasses with a mask, too. So they mm. just fogged right up. Oh, that's
0: true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was it was great to see the amount of people there and uh, the precautions that everyone was taking too. As soon mm-hmm. as I walked into Centennial Square there, we were offered a hand sanitizer. Yeah. And for those who didn't have a mask, they were also just giving those out. And I just saw it all around. Just talking about the event in general, it mm. was it was pretty well run in the fact that they prepared pretty well for, you know, any mental health issues yeah. or anything like that? They had tents set up. They had de escalation people. They had a liaison with the police. Yeah. So, police weren't actually invited to the event and no real violence happened. It was completely peaceful. Yeah, so and chill. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really powerful too.
1: I brought a big bottle of hand sanitizer with me. I thought I was going to be a cool guy. I'm like, <laughs> Who needs a spritz? Who needs a spritz? And I was like, no, nobody does, dude. Yeah, it's already here. It. The speakers were really great too. I was yeah. very, uh, I was moved a lot of times. I was inspired. Big message we agreed that was to take away from that. Mm -hmm. And this is such a specific message to the makeup of Victoria, I thought, too, was that now it's time. It's not good enough to come to one rally and maybe put a black square on our Instagram. Now it's time for us to take this message, this understanding of what's going on in the world and bring it to our daily lives. Yeah,
0: it's beyond just being an ally. It's now taking anti-racism into your daily life. So Mm -hmm. having those conversations with your family members, Mm -hmm. your social groups, standing up to things you see online, uh, looking at your own work environment as well and seeing what changes you can do and you have control over because it's not just a one-answer sort of fight to this. It's systemic. It's deep-rooted. And mm-hmm. it's something that we all have to work on in our daily lives.
1: Just real quick here, Jen, I want to mm-hmm. say Dr. Bonnie's on TV right now. Yep. And uh, did you read that New York Times article about Dr. Bonnie? Oh,
0: yes. I was so happy. I was screaming and cheering for her.
1: I almost cried a little bit reading it. And one thing that I didn't know about Dr. Bonnie was that she was actually the a doctor on a naval ship before she does what she was doing now, like earlier in her life and career. Right. And, uh, which made me love her ten times more because it reminds me of Dr. Crusher from Star Trek The Next Generation. (laughs) This awesome uh, spaceship doctor. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just, I love her so much. Yeah. Uh,
0: So we'll have an update with all of the new numbers and everything in BC with Art Aronson uh, at around 345 today. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's World Oceans Day today. And I think that's what I love so much about living on Vancouver Island is that we have access to the beautiful ocean. Mm -hmm. And it is so important to, you know, help uh, the oceans uh, from plastic pollution, from Mm. climate change and uh, keeping them protected because they are so beautiful and hold so many wonderful Lives
1: yeah. in the ocean. And- I, did I tell you I was watching that show History One on One on Netflix? Uh, no, I
2: didn't-
1: it's a great show talking about a bunch the history of a bunch of different topics, mm-hmm. and one of them is about plastic. Okay, and of course they just talk about the plastic trash that's in the ocean. Devastating. Sorry, mm-hmm.
0: And luckily here on Vancouver Island, we have the Surfrider Foundation, Vancouver Island, and they do incredible work. Now, because of the pandemic, unfortunately, they had to uh, cancel their monthly beach cleanups. Of um, so what they're actually asking people to do is host their own beach cleanups. Uh, you can do a solo beach cleanup. And if you go to their Facebook page, they have a, a list on how you can do it and how you can get started. And if you want people involved with it as well. But what's really cool is that they have have teamed up with the marine debris tracker app. Okay. So you can self report all the data. So oh, whoa. Uh, you can do the counting of, say, like cigarette butts and, and microplastics and things like that yeah. and, and contribute uh, to that really important data.
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. I'm going to make a little mid years resolution right now. I don't go to the beach unless I take. 10 seconds and just clean up whatever garbage I see because guaranteed, oh. guarantee you, when you go to the beach you're going to see a few nurdles and cigarette butts and crap I'm going to make sure I have you know some gloves or whatever and yeah. just pack out more trash than I bring with me
0: there you go that's a good habit to get into and also while you're at it download this app it's called the marine debris tracker app
1: Okay, so there's a lot of
0: photos uh, from different rallies around the world happening. And, uh, I mean, we've seen, you know, animals being involved with some of the protests. Like the signs that say, I bite racist. Yeah, really cute. Um, My favorite, though, I think was down in Portland, which this just seems like a very Portland story in general. Um, Someone brought their llama.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: And this llama is so chill. They called him the the No Drama Llama. Oh, His name is Caesar, and he goes to a bunch of public events and goes to different schools to learn about animals and things like that. But he was just chilling. Like, imagine in a sea of, like, Mm -hmm. people um, at a rally and then just this huge llama. Chilling out in a sea of people. It was huh. just quite the scene.
1: Well, it. maybe it was even like a de escalation tactic because I know Honestly. certainly that if I'm, you know, like some National Guard or something and I'm ready to fire pepper bullets and tear gas into the crowd and I look and I see the gentle, sweet, loving eyes of a llama, I'm like, I'm just going to put my gun down and then plant a flower instead. There you go. It's
0: good technique.
1: My sign also said, I bite racists.
0: <laughs> 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 Has your tipping habits changed at all since the beginning of the pandemic? Let me tell you. Okay.
1: Pre pre pandemic, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was like, uh, Do you know what? I've been tipping twenty percent a long time. What am I, Rockefeller? Yeah. How about eighteen percent? That's okay. generous. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'll save a, I'll save tens of dollars over the course of a year, going from twenty percent to eighteen percent. Still generous. So I went to 18%. And then, of course, pandemic hits. And now I'm back up at 20%. Yeah. 22. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow, yeah. I haven't
0: hit the 22, but I usually do. Standard 20% since the pandemic started. Usually I would do like an 18 or 20. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar to you. Well, it turns out that Victoria ranks uh, among the most generous cities in Canada when it comes to tipping for food delivery drivers. So Uh. we're talking about Uber Eats specifically. Um, Quebec is the number one city for tipping. Victoria second. And then it goes down. Um, Sherbrooke. Montreal, Edmonton, Vancouver is number seven there too. Um, Yeah, apparently we're we're tipping a lot, especially on Fridays and Saturday nights. Thirty-three percent higher than the daily average wow. in
1: Victoria. Do you know how I feel about tipping? Is that it's such a weird thing. It's like it's presented that this it, it morphed into, or from this thing of like, hey, you did a good job. Here's a little bit of extra money. Mm-hmm. And now it's no, no. This is the law. You know, the social law, practically yeah. right. Like you got tip or otherwise, you're bad. And but what it actually does is. It does what I think most businesses should do, which is it takes a percentage based amount of the money that the business is making and distributes it fairly to the actual workers working mm-hmm. right and so it's that's the only kind of place that you see that actually happening, so it doesn't put more strain on to the small business to you know pay their employees more. but if the business is doing well, then the employees will do well, so it does incentivize a little bit people doing a good job, so it's like it's all those things. But it's still just, it's wearing the mask of gratuity. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of not that. It's more of a profit share almost. You roll that in. When you decide to eat out, you roll that service charge of an extra 15 to 20% into the cost of the meal. And that... Pays the employees a, f- a better wage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean me? Yeah, no,
0: totally. And I, I, all I know is that I've just been using delivery services so <laughs> much frequently, so most of my paycheck is just
1: going directly to <laughs> those people. Yeah. Jen?
0: Yeah.
1: Tell me, you had a uh, wild. Not at the old West house, the old Wild West.
0: I know. It was the Wild West last night. I don't know what was going on, but uh, at four in the morning, or it was three or four in the morning, uh, everything just decided to get wild. I guess there was some thunder, some wind.
1: I didn't hear any thunder. That's
0: why I'm confused as to why it was there. We usually don't get thunder, but I'm pretty sure it was thunder. And then there was like wind up against the windows and, and rain, and my cats were just going wild. They were just booking it back and forth in the house screaming <laughs> meowing i don't yes. know what was happening it yeah. was like a cat tornado in the house and outside then all of a sudden this like pack of crows i guess they're called a murder of crows yep. they were just screaming nonstop. and then some other types of coastal birds like geese and and seagulls were getting involved really? and uh i look outside the window and they're all just screaming at this raccoon that was going through my garbage and he did not care at all he was like just let me eat yeah But this went on for like an hour. An Um, hour? Oh, my God. My window was open a little bit. And my cat tried to escape from the second floor. Was like half out the window dangling. And I had to to save my cat. Because he wanted to get involved with the raccoon... (laughs) so much happened last night i don't know what what this is about but man yeah i did not sleep well and then on top of that i was having dreams about death and and surgery and oh man it was wild yeah i felt like i was in a whole nother world let me
1: just say to address even just one of these various elements (laughs) birds at night terrifying they should not be there they should be sleeping go to sleep I, owls get a pass. Yeah. Okay, I get it. This is what you do, but <laughs> but even then, like I I give you a lot of wide berth. You you are scary to me. You are powerful, but I accept that this is where you belong. Yeah. Any other bird who's awake at nighttime, I'm just like, oh god, it's here for my soul. I hate it. Yeah. Quote shush the raven. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah,
0: yeah. How was your sleep?
1: Uh, never better. I passed out watching a classic Captain Kirk episode of Star Trek and didn't wake up till ten this morning.
0: Sweet dreams.
1: Yeah, king size bed. <laughs> <Oof. clears throat> so we just expect, expect like a sleepy, disheveled Jenny West all day today. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> I'm a little grumpy. One of my favorites. Oh, I'm gonna try and rile you up so good. Oh it'll be easy.
0: <laughs> okay, so the new trailer for Bill and Ted three. Bill and Ted Face the Music is out. And, uh, yep, it's with Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. I I mean, I'm excited to see it, but it looks so bad. <laughs> yeah, you think it looks <laughs> so bad? bad? What? Yeah. I'm watching it now. I don't know. It, it, it think... looks like real cheesy. It looks like any other, like, remake of old movies that should have just been kept as, like, uh, I don't know.
1: Stay where you were. Yeah,
0: stay. Yeah, it was Leave fine alone. at the time let's move forward and make some other creative content but I'm still gonna watch it
1: I've never seen either of the Bill and Ted movies oh okay I I think they were too scary for me as a young idiot (laughs) Um, or like a little young sheltered child but um, I don't know I this looks good it's I agree generally with you. I'm like, I leave these endless sequels alone yeah. and think of something new. But for some reason, I'm like, eh, this is good. These are movies that clearly don't take themselves seriously to begin with. And uh, great that they got back together and are doing it. I don't know. It looks fun to me. What's wrong yeah, with it? It's I- but, isn't it supposed to be cheesy? Isn't that the point of those old movies? I guess so, but they're old movies.
0: Ah. I just I did like an audible sigh when I saw it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where it's going from. Yes, I am excited to see it, but I'm just like, oh, it's not going to be any good. <laughs>
1: wow. Interesting. Yeah. I, I got to have a movie night and watch the originals. Yeah. I'm the real dope for not seeing them, I guess. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Imagine this. Mm-hmm. You can hug your friends again. I... Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. And give your co-workers a nice handshake oh mm-hmm. the day it might come it yeah, might come it might. yeah well in new zealand that's what's happening. They just had a, well, people are having a nice little celebration because they got the go ahead to hug and kiss.
1: Wow. And
0: shake hands wow. and be near friends again, which is pretty amazing. They haven't had a new COVID 19 case for over two weeks in all of New Zealand. There's over 5 million people who live there. And yeah, they've pretty much taken away all of the restrictions. They're allowed to have music events, wow. like concerts.
1: The word that they're using for New Zealand is, they have eradicated COVID-19 in yeah. New Zealand.
0: Now they are saying there is, f- of course, a chance that it will come back and mm-hmm. they are, you know, they're prepared for that and they're very aware of that. But as of right now, like they have lifted their restrictions, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. And it's something to look forward to. I love seeing all the videos of yeah, different like restaurants um, getting the news and mm. celebrating and hugging each other. And it's just really it's really sweet to see.
1: Yeah, that's really nice. Now, and we'll get there, right?
0: I think I think we will get there at some point. I mean, we're doing really well here on Vancouver Island, especially. It's yeah. been what over a how how long? It's been over a month, a month since a we've month. had a, a case here, yeah. but we're still not there. We're still working as BC as a whole, and then we have to work as Canada as a whole, yeah, and that's yeah. you know a big thing for us. But uh, we're doing pretty well now. With that, they're not opening up the borders to New Zealand, so we can't just like. Hop on over there because it's so right. great. Um, they've closed; they're keeping their borders closed and trying to contain it as much as possible.
1: But you know what? New Zealand was already really high up on my like places to visit list. Yeah, and I think it just jumped to the front of the line yeah. for all these wonderful things that they do. And I mean, let's not even pretend to forget about the Hobbit houses. There. <laughs> yeah. I can go and visit the Hobbit holes
0: <laughs> one day.
1: Friend of ours, a uh, name Adam, put up this really um, sweet video not too long ago, I was it was last week, a time lapse of the full moon rising over Gyro Park. Mm-hmm. It was really a beautiful video, but in the foreground of it, you see the famous Cabrasaurus thing to <laughs> yeah. kids play on, right? And it's all lit up and everything at nighttime. And then if you look closely, it's actually, it's got like, like police tape all around it Aww. because of course it's part of the playground and I'm not supposed to be going on playgrounds right now. I saw that, I was like... That's sad. Yeah.
0: You know, it is kind of been an eerie sight seeing all of these like wonderful play facilities yeah. being taped up and it looks like some sort of, yeah, like crime scene or something. <laughs> I know it, it's really eerie, but good news. Huh? Uh, the greater or the capital regional district has decided that they're going to be opening up playgrounds and other outdoor facilities this week. Hey, Yeah. So they have information about what exactly is going to be opened up, but a lot of school districts have already started opening up uh, playgrounds and things like that, um, as well as basketball courts, tennis courts, outdoor fitness and yoga classes as well, which is so nice. Yeah. I mean, also seeing all those basketball – um, nets, but without the nets.
1: I know. I bought a basketball a bunch of weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm like, this will be a fun outdoor activity to do while we're all locked in. A- and then you go and all the nets are taken down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's still kind of fun if you bounce it against the back of it. And it's like, no, you're not supposed no. to be here at all. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll just go home and bounce it in my house then, I guess.
0: I don't, e- I don't even play <laughs> basketball, but I've been wanting to play basketball for the last two and a half months just because I can't. <laughs> yeah. So I've noticed at seven o'clock that the pots and the pans banging has really died down it's in over. the last little bit. Yeah. I Once in a while, hear like a few you know horns honking and sure. some like kids outside, and it's it's nice you know. But it has died down because we haven't had any cases here mm. on the island for a long time. And uh, I was reading this. Um, Reddit thread that was posted just like a, a few days ago and this person is having a problem with their neighbor Okay, and I'm trying to figure out what I would do in this situation. So at seven o'clock they bring their whole stereo system outside and they call, they call it boomer music. I don't know what that means. It's like, uh, like ACDC or well, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they just blare it for 15 minutes. <laughs> um, but apparently it just keeps on getting louder and louder. And yeah. sometimes they keep it on for two hours hours and they've gone over there as a family have been like hey I understand that you want to show your support, but, you know, can you turn it down? And they've only retaliated and said this is a tribute for the nurses and have turned it up even more.
1: No. No. (laughs) No, I'm so sorry. But they're
0: saying that it's almost like dealing with an an adult bully because they're kind of in this position where they can't really do anything. You know, calling a bylaw officer, you're allowed to make noise until, what, 10 o'clock at night usually in Victoria. Oh, my God. So they're just trying to figure out what's the best way to deal with this. What would you do? I don't
1: know, because that's awful. Like, it's one thing, and pretty awful for someone to just, you know, Blair Jack FM or whatever it is, real loud for two hours in the neighborhood. As it is, right, the boomer music—that's bad just to begin with. But then to yeah. be like, sorry, this is in, th- this is the my way to support healthcare workers—is like, yeah, I got a downstairs neighbor who talks real loud on his phone and smokes cigarettes at twelve thirty at night. <laughs> Imagine if he was like, eh, gotta support the healthcare workers. Yeah. It's so disconnected. Yeah. No, you can't. Use that as a reason you're doing this, yeah. So, other people are like, maybe bring
0: out your music and retaliate that way, which just oh. would be bad, you know. I feel for this family because I mean, they want to obviously support healthcare workers, but it's beyond that, it's using that, like you said, for their own like selfish sort of entertainment. Um, I'm not good at confrontation. So, Me I mean, a lot of people are like, call your bylaw officer. Yeah,
1: but nothing can there's be done. not
0: really a lot you can oh, do. that's
1: awful. It's like, I'm squeezing my brain right now. Like, what <laughs> can you do? Really, there's not, like, this is why I think this type of psychological torture is like, it's an abandoned warfare. You can't be using cool. blasted music. It's let's, awful. Let's just
0: say right now, yeah. on the radio, if that's something that you're doing, Maybe don't. Turn it down a little bit. If you really want to support some healthcare workers, I mean, you've got like a two-minute period at 7 o'clock. That's right. Bane your pots and pads, your tambourines, and then let's leave it at that.
1: Someone in the family who's annoyed has to go to nursing school (laughs) and become a nurse and then go over and be like, I don't want it.
0: (laughs) No, thank you. So yesterday, the big news from BC Ferries is that all passengers will have to have face masks. Um, when they board the vessel, so even if you 're driving on and staying in your car, just in the case that you have to you know go up and use the bathroom, you still have to have a face mask on you and you have to prove that to get onto the ferry right um which i 'm whatever that 's great, you know that 's fine. Let's let's do that. I've taken to the face mask trend. I haven't seen I've,
1: you in one. What's you haven't? Your, no, what's oh, your face mask? I just
0: have a plain white one oh, right now, but mm-hmm. I'm looking at expanding my face mask collection. Yeah. Um, they're getting pretty creative these days. Yeah. And it's just like a new fashion accessory, but also a safety accessory, which is great. Yes. So get on board with that. Absolutely. Uh, you sent me something on Reddit today.
1: Someone on Reddit, and I don't know if they're being a jokester. What was going on, but they sent this picture. I said, Why does BC Ferries have signs of chopsticks in bowls everywhere? And at first glance you might think, like, Oh yeah, someone's getting excited for noodles. But no, it's clearly a picture of or meant to you know, uh, donate The life raft and the slide that slides into the life raft that's in the water.
0: But I just love the idea that, like, because it's usually on a door Mm -hmm. that holds the life raft right. but i love the idea that like that's the noodle room we have secret <laughs> delicious ramen noodles in this room and only special people can go and have a taste yes now, i love
1: thinking that i know this is silly but i think also maybe bc fairy should have a look because those <laughs> signs are supposed to be universal you're supposed yeah. to know immediately what they are right yeah, that's true bathroom this way or like especially in a safety device like this yeah you've got to no matter if you speak english or what you you speak you gotta see that picture and no life raft this way yeah if i'm like oh god yeah, sinking boat what am i gonna do <laughs> oh, noodle noodles noodle room <laughs> yeah we should get some foe after this um if we make it uh and i don't freeze in the water uh okay what was i looking for oh yeah life raft right <laughs> yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. is confused by that let's have a look at that <laughs>
0: Uh, what were you saying about PS5 and the, the release of it? This is exciting, hey?
1: I guess <laughs> it is. Yeah,
2: I know. I don't play PS station. I, yeah, Art, do know. you play the PS station? The PS de Resistance? No, I've been okay, wanting to get a station. I wanted to get a some sort of PlayStation, and I've been waiting for the new one to come out. So oh! it is kind of exciting so this, is, yeah.
0: so this is the one that you're gonna make the the purchase well like i've you're had the up? last
2: playstation that i've had jenny was yeah. playstation 2
0: me too that's where i stopped really yeah i stopped playing playstation 2 grand theft auto vice city it was like the last thing that i played
2: so what does the new playstation have i don't know like 4k <laughs> this, they've all they said is it's a controller oh
1: they, they tweeted a picture of the controller it says the future of gaming so they're gonna announce it tomorrow morning at uh, I guess it's one PM our time now. Okay, so cool. Whoop de do. Played PS five.
0: Great time to come out too. Yeah, people well, are really into gaming right now.
1: Well, you know, was locked inside a lot of the time. Yeah. Okay, but here's this other interesting thing I was reading today. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about right now. Obviously, you know, race relations and everything. And um, there's a big, um, important factor in that about how important it is for inclusion and for representation in various media Yeah And uh, this conversation Pertaining to video games Says that what's really needed Is a better way To create your own avatar So that you can see yourself Reflected as the hero In the games you play So now it's pretty easy Right like If you get a Nintendo You can make a little me character And it's mm-hmm. like a little cartoon That looks kind of like you And uh, what's that game That came out And Bud's obsessed with it But Animal Crossing Animal Crossing mm-hmm. You make yourself And it looks like you But can you imagine Like for every game there's a way to create your avatar and it looks like you. Mm-hmm. Whatever you look like or whatever you like to look like in that game, playing that
2: game, whatever it is, adventure or, you know, uh, whatever games, right? Was that EA Sports that was talking about this today? Because I know mm-hmm. they were mentioning about um, inclusion in their, all their games. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I'm I'm all for it, personally.
1: You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I um, <laughs> grew up playing Super Mario Brothers. Kind of like, look like Super Mario. Yes, you
0: do look do. like Mario. How
1: wonderful for me. But I also grew up playing Legend of Zelda, and I don't look anything like Link. Kind of mm-hmm. would be cool if, if Link looked more like me. Or, you know, for a lot of uh, women who play Zelda, if you could turn Link into a girl. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And make it look. It's like, so those are just two little examples, but just imagine
2: across the spectrum of video games if that was more of a priority. How neat, right? Mm-hmm. So you're saying that you could make yourself in, what's the game that you said you played? Sims! Like? Yeah, Can't oh, you already do that in Sims? Yeah, Isn't yeah that the that's point pretty much Sims? the
0: game is like making your own little version of yourself. And then I think lighting the house on fire or something like that. <laughs> At least that's how I played Sims growing up.
2: <laughs> there hasn't been a new PlayStation, though, since like, it's a very long time. Really, mm-hmm. PlayStation 4 has been around for I don't know how many years now. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been waiting for the new PlayStation to come out before getting a gaming system yeah. guys
0: and that is a good conversation to have as this PS5 is about to come out too mm-hmm. like you said oh you know what I saw what one of my favorite spots the Drake yeah that's got so many great beers on tap mm-hmm. well that's in Market Square right mm? well they've opened up a beer garden <gasps> and using like most of Market Square so now you got Whistleboy Brewing there uh, that has a beautiful patio yeah and Drake Eatery they've got a beer garden I'm gonna cry I know isn't so that happy. amazing
1: i'm so happy for that <laughs> <Me>
0: too. <laughs> uh, i know i know i know those simple things it just makes me really excited for summer in victoria yeah having all that patio space mm-hmm. now with government street too opening up to pedestrians and extended patios yeah so we can enjoy
1: oh I'm so excited our wonderful
0: city i'm so and the wonderful beer that we have here let's support that ah
1: we gotta be quarantined somewhere we it's like being quarantined in a beautiful mansion. You know, all those celebrities who got in trouble because they were quarantined in their beautiful mansion mm-hmm. and they were just like, don't worry, your one bedroom apartment is nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, dude, we're all in We're this gonna together. get through
0: this, except yeah. I'm just in this beautiful resort and you're in a studio apartment that's less than 500 square feet, but we're gonna get through this together.
1: But that's how I feel now that like if we have to stay somewhere, if we're not allowed to travel yet yeah. still... Make sure I stay on Vancouver Island. Oh, gee gosh, can I? Yeah, <laughs> please. Can, am I allowed? Oh, I have to go to the beach. Beautiful beaches all around us. Oh, they're opening Those another forest. beer garden. Doggone it.
0: Oh, no. So with the worldwide protests against systemic racism and uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, I guess a lot of uh, monuments have been vandalized across the world. We're talking about John A. McDonald statues, uh, Christopher Columbus statues, Edward Colston statues and things like that have been either like. Pulled into lakes or just destroyed uh, from protesters, and uh, this is an interesting conversation that's being brought up in Canada. You know how w- you know how are we going to deal with it in Canada? Are we going to remove problematic statues here? Now, what I also find is really um, interesting and creative is the side conversation that's happening. Is like, what statues will we? replace them with. And people are getting very creative. Uh, Paul Plastino in the Afternoon Zone yesterday was saying that he wants a a statue of Bonnie Henry which I can get behind 100%. um, But specifically riding a dinosaur of some type. Maybe a T-Rex? A a reptile? I don't know. Um, Love that. There's also a petition that has been started to get uh, wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men uh, in the positions of where the statues once were just for uh, Temporary purposes, but I could see that uh, turning into a permanent one.
1: Did you talk about statues today? You said you did, eh? Uh, let me have
0: my mic here. Yeah, we did. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. Just that the, everyone is uh, vandalizing statues around North America, talking yeah. about some uh, interesting alternatives. Yeah. Um, like the wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men. Love that. Love that idea. Love that so much. Um, just Brightens putting those those in in place of the uh, yeah racist statues that we <laughs> yes. had before. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how we went about it
1: Yeah, I love it I love, because this conversation happening now down in the States And I just thought, my first thought was like, mmm, cute We just did that Yeah, years ago. Right? We just had that conversation here in Victoria It was a bit of a spicy conversation mm-hmm. sometimes But we just, we just did that, that's so cute And the other thing too is, you know me, Jen, like I mm-hmm. love history I love learning about history very much But mm-hmm. I'm also a bit of a futurist Yep. And that's why if you're asking who would you want to have on the statue instead, for me, 100%, Captain Picard.
0: Oh, I thought it was Bonnie Henry the other day.
1: I do 100% want a Dr. Bonnie Henry okay. statue. But you I also, both. I want Captain Picard. How? Yes, we can <laughs> learn and look at statues, look to the past. <laughs> or we can look to the future of how good we could be. Now that's inspiring.
0: Oh, cool. Uh, Captain thinking. Picard
1: from the future. And again, I say that as a history lover and... Generally, I'm more of a Captain Kirk guy, but mm. still. I think Captain that's a Picard. Idea. Yeah, the baldness.
2: Mm. I was just thinking put up a digital board mm-hmm. and then you donate one month of that time with a digital board to somebody in essential service, like a doctor or a nurse. Oh, wow. Or somebody that helped us out, you know, and just donate, like just have their picture Yes. up there for a month and you change it over every month.
1: Right. Yeah, and you know, there's always people to celebrate, certainly. Yeah, and we live in such an immediate world right now.
2: I know. And I just feel like with the whole statue thing, you got statues up there of people that have done things way back when, even like my kids who are 23, they'll have no clue, right? Right. And why not people that have done something now that affected them now? That's a nice
1: thought, man, you know, for sure. And (laughs) I I think uh, statues are tricky because, yeah, they're meant to be forever, you know, stand there in perpetuity. But it's just like, you know, when you think about, A person who is flawed when that happens you know like and, and, and then those those flaws start to have really serious consequences and bring up horrible feelings for a big group of people it's just like well I don't want to make those people feel bad when they're just trying to go and renew their driver's license or pay a parking ticket do you know what I mean? Oh absolutely man. I also just straight, I love your idea, but I'm just straight up down with the Dr. Bonnie statue. She, you know, got us through this.
2: She needs the statue. Yeah. <laughs> The Victorian Esquimalt Police Board says the department is looking at ways to address racism and discrimination within the organization. A release from the board says this is an opportunity for them to engage in difficult and uncomfortable conversations necessary to ensure all members of the community feel safe at all times. One of the motions has the board requesting a demographic analysis done to understand the composition of the department. That's in terms of the number of black, indigenous and people of color and women inside the department so it can be measured against the composition of the regular population.
1: Wow, to the entire statement that's come out from the Vic PD
2: today, and Esquimalt too, you said? It's the Esquimalt and Victoria Police Board, they were one and together. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: this conversation that's happening right now about reallocation of funds and what's actually needed on the street, to me, it rang very kind of familiar because I remember, you know, Maybe it was months or even a year ago or so I remember a conversation happening in Victoria Being like police are often Responding to situations That would better be responded to By a different group of people Whether that's social workers or mental health um, Experts or whatever It is right they are spread thin And doing jobs that have nothing to do With their actual uh, Place in society which is crime Right dealing with crime So when you talk about a real allocation of funds or increased uh, uh, monies for different areas, Mm. it's like, oh, it makes sense to me because that's kind of what the police have been asking for for a while in this town. And so then for them now to come out and be a a really productive part of this conversation makes total sense to me. And Mm -hmm. my thing when I read this was like, this is wonderful. And here's another great opportunity for Victoria to lead by example in the entire world of what we
2: can do. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, they led by example on the bike lanes. Let's lead by example (laughs) in other areas, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And, yeah, I mean, it is a good step internally, but hopefully they have some steps externally as well,
2: right? Yeah, so that's, like, affecting the police department twofold, Mm -hmm. which is
1: huge. It is. It does feel huge, and it does feel like the Victoria Police are being leaders
2: in this conversation across North America. And we're seeing every police department across North America respond To, you know, the outrage that has been going Mm -hmm. on. And it's interesting to see how each one responds. Yeah, some
1: better than others. Yeah. And I'm very proud of uh this town and the way we're responding to it. So that's great. I went to the dentist today, huh?
0: I noticed your teeth look extra white.
1: Thank you. How was the dental
0: experience? I know Weird. a lot of people are like, oh, should I go to the dentist? Should I wait a while? Because it's pretty.
1: You know what? I think that, yeah, if you're feeling even slightly uncomfortable about going to the dentist, they're kind of playing catch up, right? At least mm-hmm. i my dentist anyways. It was like they were down for three months, just canceled every appointment for three whole months. And so now what they're trying to do is, you know, for those people from those three months who want to still get a teeth clean you know, they're trying to slot them in. And so if you want to cancel, that's okay. That's an extra free slot. Do you know what I mean? Just Mm kind of like uh, piece out the appointments like that. And so anyways, that was at my particular dentist, but I felt comfortable. I'm totally fine. You know, uh, Hand sanitizer, social distance mm-hmm. the the uh, hygienist obviously is like in total protective equipment, like oh, a yeah. extra mask and uh, face shield and all this stuff right and she 's doing a lot of like okay no splashing i 'm not going to rinse you very much because it 's too much splashing, and oh, we 're wow. not going to do the polish this time, just yeah. the or, or what's the thing where they really grind your teeth? It's one oh. of my least favorite Ooh. parts anyways. The I, sound of it. Yeah, because it's like it's, it sprays too much stuff yeah. up in the air. So they're taking all the precautions, but it's different. But again, it was like I was like, great, do it. You can't watch TV. Usually you're allowed to hold the remote control oh. and watch daytime TV. I'm like, woo, I'm going to watch The View and Judge Judy. Mm-hmm. No, no, you can't do that anymore. Okay, that's okay. So it's like slightly different, but I, I'm still great.
0: Uh, one question. Yeah. This is not really related, but when you go to the dentist, do you keep your eyes open or do you close them? Because I always struggle with that. I don't know if I should keep them open because oh, they're wow. above you. Yeah, right. And I'm like, do they want me to... I don't think they want you to look at them and make eye contact in a weird way. Yeah. I
1: don't... I, I never know. I, I keep them open, but I, I'm not are looking you lo- in their eyes. You're not looking at them. Where are you looking? Like, just up and away. Are you looking in their eyes? I'm,
0: I don't know sometimes. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, I can't do that. I shouldn't do that. Where do my eyes go?
2: <laughs>
0: what? And it's like that when you go to the hairstylist too. Do you do you look at them? No, you don't. You close your eyes. I close my eyes when I'm in the hairstylist you when, do? I'm my hair, when I'm getting my hair washed, I close my eyes.
1: Really? That makes it weird, I think. Just I don't keep know. them open and look at the roof. <laughs> I don't know. I think years of going to a gym locker room and knowing how to like <laughs> yeah, avoid eye ass. contact, look at the floor, <laughs> look at the ceiling. Hey, how's it going there? You're really doing good on those squats. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's just a
0: thought I'm having. Um-
1: <laughs> Do you like playing video games? Because a new one just got put out. It's called the PS5. Now, what does the P stand for? Just kidding. It's PlayStation 5, obviously. And um, I'm just having quick looks at it. I'm never much of a PlayStation guy. Because I'm bad at video games, is the honest truth of it. So I just play Super Mario Brothers and, like, games for children on my Nintendo. I buy a new Nintendo and I play kid games. But this PS5 actually looks quite good. There's uh, both a a regular and then a digital edition. I don't know what the difference is. Art, have you read about what the digital edition means? No, not a gamer. Oh, it doesn't have a disk drive. Oh, neat. It's sleeker, has a symmetrical design. So it sounds like with the digital edition, Oh my god, that actually makes a lot of sense, Art, is that the regular one is like you go to the store and you buy a video game and then write like a physical copy on a disc and you shove that like a caveman into your <laughs> PS5, <laughs> and the digital edition is from the future where we don't have physical anything anymore
2: and you just download the games and that's your only option. That's kind of neat. Yeah, getting rid of CDs, all yes. that thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to know from gamers, though, mm-hmm. and I, I haven't looked into the specs of this what? PS5, but is it worth it for me to buy this PS5 or should i buy the old PS4 from my buddy as what? not much uh, of a big gamer right interesting yeah, yeah. what's well what's your buddy going to sell you a PS4 for probably not much cuz you can't really sell them for much once the new of course big thing comes out but i'm sure it's a lot cheaper than the new ps5 which cool. I'm guessing is probably around 500 bucks yeah did they announce a price point or no I haven't seen a price point okay, yet but right. I'm guessing that's yeah. how much the ps4 was when it first came out so <clears throat> I'm okay. sure there's some gamers out there that know at least oh at least it's gonna be 500 bucks I would
1: yeah. imagine but um, so that's that's kind of a neat interesting and you know what I've I could not agree more if I was gonna buy this thing get the digital edition get Rid All the physical media in my house is not in my house. It's in a dumpster, except for I have a few video games on display. I don't want to be a person anymore who displays video games or DVDs, movies, even music, right? CDs are all gone. The only thing I have on display, ironically, is the LPs, right? The records from
2: the 70s. Those actually look good on display, whereas, like, these little plastic jewel cases... Crap, get rid. The worst investment I've ever made in my life is my DVD set. Right? right now. It's the worst investment. I agree. I have still some
1: DVDs that I like can't bear to part with. <laughs> like, you know, like the complete box collection of The Sopranos and stuff like that, right? More. And there's a lot and more, too. There's a lot more w- movies that are like kind of rare, or I still want them. But I, st- I hate them. They're, they
2: sit in a trunk in storage and they're just a pain in the ass when I have to move. I even regret the special edition gladiator DVD <laughs> that I have I actually regret buying that that's something yeah.
1: uh, art loves gladiator and I don't <laughs> think it's that great anyways um so so there you go new ps5 in there they have the actual um, uh, version where you don't have to sh- shove anything in a slot like it's gave man days how fantastic
2: I sold 100 DVDs for a six-pack.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: Honestly, because you said you were like, they're basically worthless. I am like, I'm surprised you even got a six-pack. <laughs> How good was the beer? Was it at least like nice local craft beer? Or what did you get? Oh, yeah.
2: No, it's an it's a electric unicorn. Okay. So, yeah, nice. Yeah. Solid. That's sweet. Yeah, to be honest with you, the only reason the girl took them or traded me for them, because there was about, um, I don't know, five or six. Disney classic collection movies that she that needed for her collection the rest of the DVDs she wasn't even sure what she was going to do with <laughs> wow yeah
1: that wow and that's just she wanted to have that complete collection she doesn't care about streaming on Disney plus
2: i guess not yeah yeah i didn't go too wow. into too much detail with her right so. wow but yeah, like, they just were sitting in boxes forever, and then I just bought a house and moved, and then we are like, hey, what are we going to do with these? And, like, well, like I'm just basically moving them from house to house and place to place, and they're, they're just doing nothing. No. Because everything we watch is online now, so.
1: Yes, they're dust collectors. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the new house, number one. Oh, thanks. Bud. And... Yeah, it's – I wish that there was like – I don't want a lot of money for them. A six-pack sounds great. I think you got great value for sure. But like I wish there was a recycling program or something that I could get rid of these things. You know? Yeah. Like Like they're old pop cans practically at this point.
2: <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So we're looking at uh, what are the impacts going to be as we are uh, still in the midst of a pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, going to have massive implications, economic implications, as we know. And today, this is kind of a kind of a big temperature take, is that Starbucks uh, has announced that they're going to close 400 locations across North America, half in the States, half here in Canada. Wow. That is massive because they're just... Getting a huge hit. They saw a $3.2 billion virus hit because of reduced sales. Can you imagine losing that much money selling coffees?
0: That's wild. And they've been, at least from here in Victoria, like I'm looking in and I'm like, oh, they've been open for most of it. They've kind right. of put in the protocols, but still then, it, you know, it wasn't enough to, to keep all these uh, businesses open. We're mm. not entirely sure which um, businesses will be closed,
1: which locations. Yeah, which uh, yeah. locations. Mm-hmm. But
0: um, yeah, well, I guess that will be coming out in the next few weeks, I would assume. Yeah. But it's just um, it's amazing that, you know, this is a huge company that does really well in North America mm-hmm. and just seeing the amount that COVID. 19 has affected that company. Yeah. It just makes me think that we really need to support those local companies as well, those Canadian companies that, uh, you know, don't have the funds like Starbucks do, yeah, does, yeah. and uh, that we need to, you know, start focusing up and uh, supporting those companies so we don't see that to, you know, our own
2: local ones. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, the obvious joke here is that. Uh, if Starbucks closes down four hundred locations, it means that there will only be a uh, Starbucks on two corners <laughs> of a single street in Vancouver, and uh, not three. <laughs> but um, you know, it does mean job losses. So hopefully, mm-hmm. the people who are negatively affected can find you know some way to balance. Like I said, maybe that does mean working for local chains. And and I think that if you're a Bucky's person, right? If you absolutely love your Bucky's, yeah. And unfortunately, the one near you or the one on the way to work during your commute or whatever, if that happens to be One that closes down might be a good opportunity to discover that great local Mm. coffee place that uh, could replace it in your heart and in your cup. Thanks for joining the PJ
2: party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live two to six weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913 or around the world via the internet's tubes at TheZone.fm. Do
1: them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and
2: Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud, resident geek for The Zone at 91.3. And since 2012, I've been talking geeky stuff with Dylan and Jason, Wednesdays at 7.20 in the morning zone. Stuff like apps and websites and gadgets and toys, but also handy tips on staying safe online, making your life needlessly more silly, or just better living through geekiness. So it's Bud's Weekly Geek Out, and it's on the radio, but it's also a podcast. So if you'd like to be a little bit more geeky, please subscribe at thezone.fm slash podcast or find it wherever fine podcasts are sold. Bye!